You'll never see me create anything that doesn't have a live element because I believe that's where a ton of value is. And it means that you can join a community when you join one of my programs, which usually ends up in lots of collaborations within that community or sales being made between the different members. An excellent bonus of joining a program I've found. Welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. This podcast exists to help you learn how to use organic marketing, that's marketing that costs nothing or very little, to grow your business. Far too often, small business owners spend lots of money on advertising without getting the results they were expecting and hoping for. And it doesn't need to be that way. So every week, we dive into strategies here on the podcast to help you grow a business that's here for the long term sometimes on solo episodes like this one, and sometimes on longer guest episodes. This week has been a busy one. If you're taking part in my challenge, Summer Sales School, then you might already know that. I'm doing a live session every day. In fact, today is the last one, a get it done session at 10am. If you haven't joined Summer Sales School yet, you still have time. And if you're anything like me, I like to binge challenges over the weekend because the weeks are so busy. So that's why we're keeping the replays available until midnight on Monday night. And that's also the deadline for you to complete all of the tasks and be in with a chance of winning a prize. You can join at nikkihutchison.com forward slash summer dash sales dash school. As well as running the challenge this week, of course, I've been working with my agency clients as usual, workshops to deliver for other communities such as digital women, and I'm prepping for an Adobe workshop that's coming up soon. And I've been dealing with all the inquiries that have been coming in off the back of the challenge. It's been a lot, which is why I'm so glad that the online course that I'm selling off the back of the challenge is already set up. I've delivered Audience Growth Club multiple times and with fantastic results for the participants. So I'm completely confident selling it. Early bird bonuses end tonight, Friday the 9th at midnight, and the doors close on Monday the 12th at midnight, the same time as the challenge ends. I'll pop the link in my bio so that you can check it out or you can find it on my website, nikkihutchison.com forward slash audience dash growth dash club. I've created and sold a number of online courses and programs and fully intend to release more this year. So how can you do it? Today, I'm going to walk you through my key steps. When I was working at ad agency, The And Partnership, I completed some training to become a naming expert. That was my official title after I'd finished the training. And the first step of that training was something really simple. The best training courses are often the ones that keep things simple, don't you think? And that simple first step was to either share if you're in a group or if you're alone to get down on a piece of paper, all of your ideas with no filter so that you end up with a whole bunch of naming ideas that you can then review and refine later. And that's the approach that I apply when I'm coming up with ideas for an online course. I put myself in the shoes of my ideal customer, think about what they need most right now and whether I can confidently and expertly deliver that for them. And if the answer is yes, then the idea goes down onto my list. I actually have a Trello board called Digital Course Ideas where I keep all of them too. Then once I've reviewed, refined and chosen the best idea for that moment in time, my next step is to follow the same approach, no filter, and write down everything I know about that topic that could be turned into a module or a resource. Then once I have all of these things written down, I start putting them into some sort of order. And I sense check as I'm going through each stage to make sure that I'm feeling those flutters of excitement about creating the program. 
because that's when I know that I'm onto a winner. The number of modules and the amount of information in the course will usually dictate the length, the method of delivery, and of course, the price. Let's take those step by step. The number of modules and volume of information in your course. Remember, the number one reason for people leaving memberships and not completing courses is overwhelm. When you first start building your course, you're going to think that everything in the kitchen sink needs to be included, but it doesn't. In fact, if you want people to complete your course, you need to take this step really seriously because if they don't complete your course, they can't get the results. And if they don't get the results, they won't rave about it and you won't get sales by word of mouth or referral. Not a good situation to be in. So the narrower your focus can be, the better. That way, the people who really need to learn about your course topic right now, once they've found it, will be far more likely to buy it. So nothing in there that is fluff or doesn't need to be in there. Deal? Okay, good. Next, it's time to think about how you want to deliver your course. And I don't mean the tech stack you're going to use, although of course that is important. I'm talking about whether you're going to deliver it live, pre-recorded. Are you going to add on a community for your members to join? And if so, where will you host it? Because that's a strategic question as well as a tech question. Some people genuinely won't buy if you host it on Facebook, but literally billions of others are on there. So it pays to know which camp the majority of your audience for this specific course fall into. Personally, my preferred style of delivery is to always include a live element. I don't enjoy courses that don't include this, so I don't want to create one myself. To me, it feels like there's a level of commitment and connection missing if you don't get access to the course creator at least some of the time. That being said, I do love to consume pre-recorded courses too, particularly if they're available as soon as I've signed up, rather than being drip-fed according to someone else's schedule. So my ideal format as a course creator reflects this, and I recently decided to reformat my online program, Audience Growth Club, into a pre-recorded modules. But still backed up with live Q&A calls with me so that I can meet every single person who joins. It's really important to me to get to know the business owners in all of my programs and so that they can get tailored answers that are specific to their individual businesses. This to me is the biggest benefit of including a live element, being able to think on my feet and lean on all my years of marketing and business experience to give bespoke advice to the members of my courses. Even my content subscription, Content Collective, which is only £42 a month, still includes a live call with me every month. You'll never see me create anything that doesn't have a live element because I believe that's where a ton of value is. And it means that you can join a community when you join one of my programs, which usually ends up in lots of collaborations within that community or sales being made between the different members. An excellent bonus of joining a program I've found. So let's recap on those steps. Firstly, I brainstorm my course ideas with no filter and select the most useful topic for my audience at that specific moment in time. Then I map out everything I want to include, again with no filter. Next, I remove any hint of fluff, anything that's just in there for the sake of it and doesn't build towards delivering the end result that my course is promising gets removed. There's a famous expression you might have heard, kill your darlings, which usually relates to copywriters or authors forcing themselves to remove any unnecessary words, expressions, or characters. The same approach should be applied to your online course. Trim the fat and get rid of it all. Then it's time to decide on how you want to deliver your course. For me, it's about breaking things down into bite-sized chunks and choosing a format that's easy for my audience to access and digest 
in their own time, plus that all-important live element so that I feel I'm giving as much value as I possibly can. And finally, it's about making sure you have a plan in place to sell your course. Sometimes this can be done before you've even created the course itself. Often a scary thought for someone new to the online course creation world, but this can save you a lot of wasted time and effort if you're not 100% sure whether your audience will buy a course on your specific topic. Hint, this is one of the best times to go detective mode and do some market research to make sure your audience are interested before you go to all the hard work of creating something for them. And if you want to be even smarter, you could take deposits at this stage so that you know they are genuinely going to buy when it's ready. Whether you've created your course already or have the concept and title finalized and are waiting to create it once you've made some sales, you must create a plan to make those sales. Even a simple marketing plan that covers what you want to achieve, i.e. how many sales you're aiming for and to whom, how you're going to tell those prospective buyers about your course, and what you're prepared to commit to in terms of your marketing and sales effort. Even that will do. Pretty basic. Doesn't have to be overly complex, but you do need to make a plan in advance or the likeliest result is no sales at all. If you want to create and sell an online course, then make sure you jump into summer sales school before it ends and get my strategies to make sales this summer and beyond completely free. There are replays for every session, plus a get it done session today at 10am if you're listening to this at time of release, because I know how easy it is to lose your weight once you've signed up to a challenge and lose momentum. And I don't want that for you because this challenge really is going to help you improve your business. Sign up now via the link in the show notes and come and join the challenge community, which is absolutely packed with other brilliant women in business. I'll see you in there. And remember, you have until midnight on Monday the 12th to complete the daily tasks and win a prize. That's Monday the 12th of June, 2023. And one of those prizes is a guest spot on this very podcast. Not something I've ever given away before. I don't even accept pitches. So this really is a special prize. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. My goal is always to share as much useful advice as I can and as many insights as possible into how I run my business, as well as how you can grow yours so that you can apply these learnings and shortcut your success. On next week's episode, I'm back with a guest, Amanda Webb of Spiderworking. Now, you might have heard me say this last week, we shuffled the order of this month's episodes around a little, but definitely tune in next week to hear from Amanda, who is a fellow fan of Going Detective Mode and a Google Analytics expert. We'll be discussing how to use Google Analytics to benefit your business, including what GA4 means for you. That is coming in at the very end of June. And that episode will go live on Friday at 7am. I'd love to see you back here then. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Take care of yourselves and get signed up to the Summer Sales School Challenge so that you can sell more this summer and beyond. See you next time.